Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. Top story this week, Captain Con. Everything going on at Captain Con convention in Warwick, Rhode Island, February 2nd through February 4th. As I'm recording this, it is the last day of Captain Con, the last scheduled event. The Super Show Old School Pack draft event should be happening as I'm recording this. I'm going to go through all three days, with the exception of the award show. I'll talk about the award show on a separate show. But I'm going to go through all three days, talk about the events, talk about the news coming out of Captain Con. I'm going to start on Friday. Three events were scheduled for Friday. 11 a.m., there was a Super Show Learn to Play event. Per the website for Captain Con, two people attended that event. No details besides that. Friday afternoon, 1.30 p.m., there was an Old School Pack draft event. Per the Captain Con website, there were 13 tickets sold for that. They had draft pods, and the Grump ultimately won the draft event. I have no information about the draft event other than the opening round was draft pods, and the eventual winner was the Grump. Congratulations to the Grump. That night, 5.30 p.m., they had the Super Show Sealed Structure Deck event. 21 tickets sold per the Captain Con website, 18 players per challenge. They did group stages, three groups, six players per group. Top two records per group advanced to the top cut. In this tournament, they used the newest old school packs, old school pack number two. Each player received one of those boxes and they played that competitor, and those cards in the tournament. The finals match is a claim the throne match. Six players, all six players that made the top cut in the match, all starting at the same time, bump out rule in effect, first fall, first person to score a pinfall wins. We have a new player, Jeff, playing as Vanilla Gorilla, Math Guy, playing as the Heartbreaker, Candyman Dan, playing as Elgato Sombrio. The Dread Pirate tech support, Simon Strauss, playing as Elgato Sombrio. Bob Dunn, playing as Apollo and Mascarda. And Simple Chuck, also playing as Apollo and Mascarda. Remember, these are the new versions of those, because they're from the old school pack number two. This match only ends up taking about 20 minutes, and it doesn't go past crowd meter zero. Because that crowd meter zero, with a roll of an 11, because his finish lets him roll an 11 at crowd meter zero, the new guy, Jeff, hits the finish, and even with everyone at the table making save rolls, there's no breakouts. New guy, Jeff, wins the Friday night event. Congratulations to new guy, Jeff, for winning the Friday night sealed structure deck event. Saturday, we have the Learn to Play event scheduled 10 a.m. 
No tickets were sold for that per Captain Khan's website. Two featured matches on Saturday. The first one, the LFF Tri-State Championship. Last week, I reported that at Rumble at the Rumble, there was a triad match between Candy Mam, Ant West, and the Italian Mabata. Candy Mam won, became the new LFF Tri-State Champion, picking up the championship that was vacated when the Grump beat John Pulverino. It had been announced that she would face Ant West first for her first defense, the Italian Mabata for her second, because her and Mabata were at Captain Con, they decided to flip that order. Candy Mam, playing as herself, defends against the Italian Bombada, playing as Okada. New York Rules match, goes to Crowd Meter 3, at Crowd Meter 3, hitting the finish, impossible for the opponent to break out. Candy Mam successfully retains, successfully defends. She's still the LFF Tri-State Champion. Her next opponent should be Ant West. The next match was a long match for the LFF Tag Team Championship. The challengers, the team of Sweet Locks. Candyman Dan playing as Fortress. Ryan Pierce playing as Candyman. The champions, the team of the Animal Kingdom. The Cheetah playing as the Rising Sun. The Penguin playing as the first version of Brian Cage. Again, this match goes around an hour. It goes all the way up to Crowd Meter 4. The winners at Crowd Meter 4 still champions the Animal Kingdom. Congratulations to the Animal Kingdom for a successful defense. After those featured matches, we have the first non new player event of the day. Another old school pack draft event using old school pack number two, scheduled Saturday, 12 30 p.m. They had 24 players per challenge, only 15 tickets sold per Captain Con's website. They had group stages, four groups, six players per group. I don't know anything about the top cut except that the finals was a triad match. It was Trey Cantrell versus John Pulverino versus Guard, aka David Rios, with the winner, Trey Cantrell. Congratulations to Trey Cantrell for winning the second draft event of Captain Con. That night, we have the Super Show Award Ceremony Singles Event. They have the event on the website twice, once at 4.30, once at 5 p.m. The 4.31 has 18 tickets sold. The 5 p.m. has 32 tickets sold. Now, the tickets cost $0. So there's actually no money exchanging hands, but I'm just using sold to indicate that's how many tickets out of the available pool of tickets that were claimed on the website. So maybe I should say claimed instead of sold. Per the challenge, there were 36 players. They did five rounds of Swiss, and then they cut to a top 16. From what I understand, there were no stipulations in the top 16. I don't have a lot of information about the top 16. Here's what I'm going to give you. I know that in one semifinal match, and this one was streamed, the Grump playing as new competitor, Professor Leonardo Maguette, defeated practice site 
playing as Tommy Stilwell. In the other match, Brother Dan, playing as Chamomile T, defeated his opponent. I don't know who his opponent was. So the finals of the event was the Grump, playing as Professor McGett, taking on Brother Dan as Chamomile T. There was an offer made before the match for essentially Brother Dan to concede to the Grump in exchange. He would get a signed Master of Ceremonies card. The match still happened somehow. Brother Dan may have also gotten a signed Master of Ceremonies card. Not sure how the mechanics of that worked. But these two men square off. Standard singles match. The Grump hits the first finish at crowd meter zero. Brother Dan kicks out. The Grump hits the second finish at crowd meter one. Brother Dan breaks out. And then at crowd meter two, with a little bit of confusion as to whether or not it was crowd meter two or crowd meter one, Brother Dan hits the finish, rolls an 11. The Grump cannot break out. Brother Dan wins the Super Show Award Ceremony Singles Event, the big singles constructed tournament at Captain Con. Congratulations to Brother Dan for winning the event. I do need to make a correction. I've been getting the numbers wrong for tickets sold slash claimed. Outside of the Learn to Play events, the numbers I've been giving you weren't the tickets claimed. They were the tickets available. So, correction. For the Friday Old School Pack Draft event, out of 20 tickets on the website, only 7 were claimed. 13 remain available. For the Friday night event, out of 24 tickets available, only 3 were claimed. 21 are available. For the Saturday event, out of 20 tickets possible, only 5 were claimed. 15 are available. For the Saturday night event, the two different events. The first event had 24 tickets available. Only six were claimed. 18 remain. For the later event, out of 32 tickets, all 32 remain. None were claimed. I'm not sure how important it is that tickets are claimed at these events. I know that at other events like Gen Con, SRG Universe really wants people to claim the tickets. They want to have the metric showing that their event sold out. So this is not a good showing based on that standard. I know they would recommend people claim these tickets just so their numbers would look better. As far as today's events are concerned, the Learn to Play event scheduled for 10 a.m. only had two tickets claimed. Out of eight, six remain. For the final event, the Old School Pack draft event, scheduled for 11 a.m. Sunday, there were 16 tickets available. Only four were claimed. Twelve remain. I have no idea how many people are actually playing in that event. And actually, as I'm recording this, I checked to see if there was an update. There is an update. 20 players in the final event for Sunday. It's not an old school pack draft. It's a mystery box draft. They're drafting from a mystery box and a steel chain deck. It looks like, from the photos they're showing, it's four groups, five players per group. That's what I'm seeing from the photos they posted. That's all they posted. Just the number of players. They're drafting from a mystery box in a steel chain deck. And four photos. If I'm able to, I'll give you the results of that 
later on or at the end of the show. It just depends on when the information comes in. That's where we are right now with the Captain Con scheduled events. There's also been an ongoing play when you can tag team tournament going on at Captain Con double elimination tournament. There were 13 teams in the tournament. We have the matchups for the winner's bracket finals. The two teams that made the finals of the winner's bracket are the tag team of the Dread Pirate Tech Support, Simon Strauss, and Brian Waitfort-Schmidt. That's the first team. The second team is the team of John Maxner, a.k.a. Loudmouth Leo Larynx, a.k.a. Long Balls Larry, and Big Match Pete. There are still a number of matches to be played in the loser's bracket before we get to the loser's bracket finals. This is per the information currently posted to the Challenge website. That is the current news out of Captain Con regarding events and featured matches. There were a number of products released for Captain Con. Many of those products are available on Supershowthegame.com. There are a number of new competitors, and the first three cards in the newest weapon series, the Drumstick line. Drumstick Solo at number one, going over the Drumstick at number four, Drumstick Uprising at number seven. Those can be purchased on the website. There are also versions at Captain Con with the Captain Con logo on them if you're at Captain Con or you can get someone to pick some up for you. There were also Captain Con exclusive competitors and entrance cards based on characters from the Scally Wager game. One of those competitors was used to make the finals at Saturday's Captain Con event, Professor Leonardo Maguette. Those competitors are currently listed on Supershowthegame.com in the card database section. If you search single competitors, there's a section of the Captain Con exclusives. It includes Captain Connie from last year and the five from this year. Just competitors only. It does not show the finishes in the database from what I'm looking at. There are, from what I understand, based on the match I saw last night with the Grumps competitor, there are printed finishes for these competitors. The Captain Con exclusive entrance cards are also listed on Supershowthegame.com. In the card database section, there's a section for entrances, spectacles, crowd meters. You can go to the entrance section. There's a special tag for Captain Con exclusives. There are five entrance cards. They must be used with one of the Captain Con exclusives. That's the way I understand this. In the game Scallywager, each one of the five competitors has their own ship. You can mix and match ship and competitor in Super Show the Game. You don't have to use, say, Professor Leonardo Maguette's ship as his entrance card. You could use one of the other con-exclusive competitor's ships as the Professor's entrance card. If you want to see what each competitor's gimmick is, what the stat lines are, what the entrances do, you can check that out on Supershowthegame.com. The only other bit of SRG product news I have for Captain Con is that they did bring their new game, Rummy Gummies, to Captain Con. The few copies they had left hadn't heard if they sold out or not. I know they were down to just a few copies left. The number four pops in my head. 
I'm not sure if that's correct, but I know they almost sold out at Tantrum Con, and so they probably sold out at Captain Con. But no news on that. They ended up having a special guest at Captain Con, TJ Marconi, whose new competitor, King of New York, debuted at Captain Con, showed up to the event. I don't know if he played. I know he took a lot of photos with a lot of people. Those were posted on the SRG Super Show discussion group on Facebook. I know Bob Dunn has been trying to have a match with him. I don't know if that did happen or will happen, but special guest TJ Marconi at Captain Con. And then the last bits of Captain Con news I have revolve around things announced during the 2023 SRG Awards show. Now, I'm not going to talk about the awards or the Hall of Fame inductees. I'm doing a special show with Mark Perry where we will cover all of that. Look for that to come out soon. But they talked about 2020 Vision and they talked about Project Spider. Briefly on 2020 Vision, six competitors will be affected by rules changes. Pretty Boy Snow, The Prince of Fashion, Candy Mam, Fortress, Peter Lionheart, and The Pulverizer. We don't know if there will be changes to their gimmicks or other things, but those six are the only competitors that will be affected by the 2020 revisions this year. On to Project Spider. Project Spider is going to be a way for SRG Universe to determine which competitors are the best competitors and then lock them into championship divisions. There are going to be a number of championship divisions. They're going to have the World Heavyweight Championship Division. They're going to have the Underworld Championship Division. This is all for singles play. They're going to have a Hardcore Division. They're going to have an Intergalactic Division. And they're rebranding the Intergalactic Belt. It's going to be limited to non-wrestling-themed competitors in Super Show the Game. So things like the Cosmic Crusaders, the Marauders of the Multiverse, these new Captain Khan Scallywager competitors, they'll be in the Intergalactic Division. They're going to create a global division. This will feature independent competitors. How are they going to determine what competitors will be eligible to play in what divisions? Outside of strict definitions. Project Spider is going to be an app where wins and losses for particular competitors are recorded. In the beginning, it's just going to be wins and losses from online tournaments. They'll use the data they gather in Project Spider to determine the top 32 competitors in the game. Those 32 competitors will be placed in the World Heavyweight Championship Division. You will only be able to use those competitors in matches in that division and in open matches. So they're going to have tournaments and events for the World Heavyweight Championship Division, and then they'll have open tournaments, open events. This doesn't mean that you can't play a competitor that's not in the World Heavyweight Championship Division in a World Heavyweight Championship event. What it means is that competitors are limited so the World Heavyweight Championship Division can only play in that division. Competitors can play up. A competitor in a lower division can play in a higher division. Higher division competitors can't play down. 
To start out, they're going to have the World Heavyweight Championship Division, 32 competitors, and an Underworld Division, 64 competitors. The 64 competitors in the Underworld Division can play in Underworld Championship events, World Heavyweight Championship events, and any open events. The World Heavyweight Championship Division competitors can play in World Heavyweight Championship events and open events. All other competitors can be played anywhere. The higher divisions will take precedent. So, for example, let's say we have, I talked about the global division earlier, for independent wrestlers. Let's say we have Jay White. Someone wants to play Jay White in the global division. Normally that would be okay. However, if Jay White is in the World Heavyweight Championship division, he's in the top 32, he can't be used in the global division because the global division would be considered a lower division. Divisions that are lower you can play up, but higher divisions can't play down. That's the basics of Project Spider. To help facilitate this, again, SRG Universe created an app. We'll use the app to gather and track data to determine who will be in the divisions. That is their new project that they announced at the end of the SRG Award Show, Saturday night, February 3rd. This is going to be a work in progress. We'll have to see how it goes to determine if it's going to be something that's permanent or if it'll eventually get scrapped. For now, when they start implementing the divisions, the divisions will be locked in for six-week blocks. So they'll announce who the 32 are in the World Heavyweight Championship division. They'll announce who the 64 are in the Underworld division. And then those competitors will be in that division for six weeks. And at the end of the six weeks, some may drop out. Some may move up. They'll get shuffled around. We'll have to see. That's how it's supposed to work, though, from what they said going forward. And that is what I have coming out of Captain Con. Again, there are some events in progress. The tag team tournament, the final draft event. If I can get that information before this episode is published, I'll tack it on to the end of the episode. Otherwise, it'll be on next week's episode. Rumble lotteries. I've been reporting on the rumble lotteries. We have the winners for all the categories in the Rumble Lotteries. Let me run those down for you really quickly. I'm just going to give them to you in the order they were posted on the SRG Super Show discussion group on Facebook. Quick reminder, sometimes multiple people would have won a category. I think, for example, in the Women's Rumble, Bailey won the Rumble. She was also in there the longest. So Bailey can't win both. Longest time in the Rumble goes to the next longest. That's how they determine winners. Most eliminations, women's rumble. The winners there were Dwayne Rainey, Christopher Andrews, Carlos Lumbre. Longest time in rumble men's, split, Scott Mulholland, Joker Fish. Most eliminations, men's, the Grump Danny Thunder, the Meeple, Kirby Van Vliet. The overall winner for men's, the Grump, Morgan Duty, Ron Frazier. They get to create a competitor in Super Show the Game. Overall winner women's, Constantine Matthew, Bob Dunn, Hold the Line Harry. Shock of the Rumble, men's, Druva Karnick, Scott Mulholland, Chris Pagillo. 
Shock of the Rumble Women's, Greg Shockley, Brock Carson, Matt Nealon. Shortest time in the Rumble, Rob Britt, Rowdy Ron, Bob Dunn. Shortest time in the Rumble Women's, Joel Williams, Sean Carter, Scott Meister. Longest time in the Rumble Women's, Carlos Lumbre, Dwayne Rainey, Chris Tapley. Those are the Rumble Lottery winners. Congratulations to them. The overall winners get to create a competitor and super show the game. The rest will get various prizes. Speaking of prizes, next month there's going to be a Create a Card competition. No idea what that's going to involve, but there will be a competition to be able to create some kind of card in Super Show the Game. Details forthcoming. Also, also the 2024 Create a Competitor competition submission period has closed. It closed on the 31st. We're waiting to see what happens in round one. No news beyond that. Couple of bits of odds and ends news. First off, congratulations to the Hallow King for winning the Matt Stevens Memorial Championship. I'm a big fan of Hallow King. I'm happy to see him do well. The next contender for the LFF World Heavyweight Championship, taking place at the Blue Bell Creative Competitor Tournament, February 24th. Later this month, that's the next big in-person event. Practicite. Practicite will take on the star maker, Everett Stevens. The winner walks away the LFF World Heavyweight Champion. Faction Fights news. I don't usually cover Faction Fights, but there's been an ongoing tournament on the dojo, twitch.tv slash Universe Tuesday nights. Each faction sends a representative. Those representatives play people drawn from a pool out of the audience. Best record on the night wins the Faction Fights match. So, for example, if Just Business had Bob Dunn and the higher class had the Grump, they would be on the dojo. Someone gets drawn to play a match in the dojo. They choose, I want to play the Grump or I want to play Bob Dunn. They play the match. At the end of the night, the Grump will have a win-loss record. Bob Dunn will have a win-loss record. Best win-loss record advances their faction to the next round. We hit the finals. The finals saw... The Constellation take on the Collective. The winner with three wins, zero losses, and one draw on the night, the Collective. So the Collective wins this round of Faction Fights. Congratulations to the Collective for winning this big Faction Fight tournament. Let's talk about the online tournaments and featured matches outside of Captain Con from this past week. I'll start Monday night, Monday Night Fights, six-stop event. You could not have more than six stop cards in your deck if you were in this event. 19 players signed up. Group stages. Three groups of five players, one group of four. Top two records per group advance to the top cut. No stipulations in top cut until the finals. The finals match was a main event stipulation match. Your semifinalists were Ken Fouché playing as the Hallow King and Chris Pate playing as the Pulverizer. The finals match, again a main event, between Carlos Lumbre as the abominable Big Shot and Chris Pagillo as Ricochet. The winner of Monday Night Fights, Chris Pagillo. Congratulations to the Italian Bombada for winning 
Monday Night Fights. Wednesday, we have a featured match Wednesday. The LFF Trios Championship on the line. Challenger Bob Dunn, playing as the Sheepish Inquisition, takes on the champion, the Grump, playing as the higher class, the version featuring the Grump. This is a long match. It goes all the way to crowd meter five. The winner at crowd meter five, still champion, the Grump, Danny Thunder. Congratulations to the Grump for a successful defense. The next challenger for the LFF Trios Championship will be the prize fighter, Simon Dabner. Congratulations to the Grump. Congratulations to Simon Dabner for getting a shot at the belt. Thursday. We have Chibi's Thursday Night Fights. Slight change from what I reported last week. Last week I reported that if you're going to be in this event, you had to use a competitor that either had a printed finish, a logoed finish, with disqualification in the text, or a gimmick with disqualification in the text. They expanded that to any competitor. However, if you wanted to be considered for a shot at the LFF Hardcore Championship, if you won or placed pretty deep in the tournament, you would have to use a competitor that conformed to the standard I just mentioned. They had 16 players Thursday night. They did group stages, four groups, four players per group. Top two records advanced to the top cuts. The quarterfinal round was all New York Rules matches. The semifinal round was Ring of Fire matches. The finals match was a tables match. Your semifinalists were Mark Perry playing as Sammy the Draw Callahan and Chris Pate playing as Unique. Your finalists were Zach Ashley playing as the newest version of Copycat and John Polvrino playing as Matt Cardona. The winner, John Polvrino. Matt Cardona did fit the standard. So he will be considered for some sort of shot at the LFF Hardcore Championship to be in the picture for a shot. Congratulations to John Polverine. As far as events coming up for next week, nothing is currently listed on Supershowthegame.com, but there's usually an online tournament Monday night. There's usually an online tournament Thursday night. There's usually the dojo Tuesday nights, twitch.tv slash srguniverse. Watch the SRG Super Show discussion group on Facebook and supershowthegame.com for things to be posted throughout the week. I haven't received any further updates from Captain Con, so if any news rolls in, I'll have to give that on next week's show. With that being said, that is going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. I would like to thank all of you for listening, and good day.